What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of The Betting Show here on Sherdog.com. My name is Sean Sheehan, and we have a pretty good weekend uh, of mixed martial arts coming up here. We have PFL, uh, we have uh, the UFC as well. Obviously, the PFL playoffs are kicking off. I have right now a video out on Sherdog.com uh, talking about the PFL and the playoffs and breaking down those fights more. So check that out. Uh, the lads have a breakdown of the UFC card out as well. So if you want more information on all that, check that out as well. But today I'm going to be looking at the bets, my top five bets for the weekend and also looking at some of the prices themselves as always please bet responsibly if you're going to be betting if you're going to be following any of these please do bet responsibly as i've said before if you haven't listened to the show i am you know i'm kind of an mma betting guy not a betting guy in mma so this is all for fun you know bit of crack telling you maybe what i think and seeing maybe you could go the same way you could go a different way just throwing a few ideas out there and I think people have um, people have enjoyed it so far. So let me know. And if you do, please click the thumbs up. Let me know in the comment section below your bets. And slag me over the bets that I'm probably going to get wrong here. Like like I always do. Last week, we we had one or two. We definitely had one anyway last week. Um, as, as I come from, you can probably guess by looking at me. It's a very warm Ireland here. What am I looking at? It's 26 degrees right now. So God almighty, I'm not, I'm, that's Celsius. Obviously, I'm not used to this weather. So I'll, uh, forgive me if I'm like dying, sweating here in the middle of it. So my apologies. Anyway, uh Let's talk about our bets and let's get straight into them. Uh, as I said, it's a good week of, of MMA in terms of there's probably like five or six very good fights throughout the weekend. Whereas, like, I'm not sure it's the best weekend in terms of it's not a great UFC card per se. Uh, the PFL card, you know, for a PFL card, it's I think it's actually um, it, it's to the playoffs. So there are a couple of very important fights, obviously, on it, and it's a good PFL card. I actually think the next two PFL cards are, are probably better. So we'll have more bets, obviously, on them next weekend as well. But that's on Friday. The UFC is on Saturday. So my first bet is going to be from the UFC, uh, and I'm going for Vicente Luque straight up at minus 175 and i've said this on this show before but sometimes you look at bets and you look at, or, or you look at a price of someone and it just really sticks out and now if you shop around he's in a few different places i see him at minus 165 here in places he's up as far as minus. he's up as far as minus 200 actually i'm looking here in one place as well but uh, anything around that I think is a great price like the, the the reference price here minus 175 I think that's an absolutely fantastic uh, price on Vicente Luca like I'll give you some more of the better and do you know what we'll actually go in and look at them right now because some of the prop bets on this I like I think are are ludicrous kind of my uh, plus 350 for Luca to win by KOTKO. I think that's a great price. Luca to win by submission plus five two five. He's fighting Jeff Neal, obviously here. Um, I, I I'm honestly I, I was talking to someone about this and I was kind of saying it and, and you know he was agreeing with me that this is a great bet, but I'm I'm not sure if it's going to be a submission or a TKO. So I kind of just went for the the win up up front by itself. I think he'll win inside the distance. I really do. I really do. The fight not to go to decision is only minus one forty. I think that's a great price as well here. But I think it's a really safe bet minus one seventy five Vicente Luque to win straight up. I know if you're a lot of people do uh, accumulators or parlays here. I think that'd be a good bet to throw into that if you you know if I, I look if when I look at this matchup, 
I look at someone like Vicente Luque, who has kind of a point to prove after losing to Bilal Mohamed, who is a very good, well-rounded fighter who has improved an awful lot over the last few years, and someone like Jeff Neal, who is a good fighter, but I think, like, I think, I, I look, I think both of them have kind of found their level in the UFC right now, and I think Jeff Neal's level is probably 10 to 15, and I think Luque's level is probably, you know, 4 to 10, maybe, um, <clears throat> which would suggest by itself that Luke uh, uh, will win this. Like, I, I think Neil, when he's fighting, he, he, you know, I always, himself and Neil Magny, I always kind of remind you uh, of each other. They're both kind of long, well-rounded fighters who are good in the clinch, have a bit of a takedown on them, a good jab, good all-round fighters, but maybe nothing kind of special, but they'll beat most guys because they're very well-rounded. I think Luke, you have to have something special to beat him. You know, Balam Muhammad had great wrestling, Wonderboy, uh, you know, has phenomenal, you know, some of the best striking we've ever seen in mixed martial arts. Uh, and especially the, the new kind of Luke over the last couple of years. I don't think Jeff Neal has anything special to beat him, you know? And unless Luke plays to Jeff Neal's game and makes it kind of a, 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 a low output kickboxing match kind of from the outside not even low output but low impact kickboxing match I'd, I'd favour Luke in a big way here I think he'll come in and I think he'll start throwing shots and I think like Luke sometimes he does fight kind of a low output game but then he kind of breaks into output or he breaks in and output's the wrong word again impact he breaks into impact he gets a look at look at the Chiesa fight he's losing 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 and then ends up you know submitting him I, I, that's the sort of fight I see here, but I actually see Luke winning the bits before he gets the big win. So I, I, I struggle to see Jeff Neal winning here. Honestly, I really, really do. And I think that minus 175 bet, I think that's a phenomenal price here. I really, really do. Um, like, even if you look at... Uh, what Luca has done over the last few years, and I mentioned the guys that have beat him. You know, it's Wonderboy and Balal are the only two guys to beat him since 2019. You know, he's beaten Nico Price, Randy Brown, Tyron Woodley, Michael Chiesa. You know, and even before that, he was on a great run as well. Beat Mike Perry, Kranz Barbarena, Jalen Turner, Chad Laprise, Nico Price. Before losing, to, you know, Leon Edwards back in 2017, he's been on a massive run altogether. You know. It's, Back, you go back to 2015 then before uh, a loss before that he won four in a row there's not many guys beat Vicente Luque you know there really isn't many guys that beat him Jeff Neal okay he's only lost four fights but he's lost two of his last three he lost to Magni and he lost to, to Wonderboy as well you know he's lost to Kevin Holland back in 2017 he's not a bad fighter you know he's beaten some guy, guy, good guys he beat Balan Mohamed you know he beat Nico Price and Mike Perry and, and Ponzinibbio last time out in a, in a very close fight I just don't think, I don't think he's going to do it against uh, against uh, Jacinta Luca, and that's why I'm going for Luca for my uh, my first bet of uh, this week. Next bet I'm going for, uh, I'm going for Ariana Lipsky uh, to beat Priscilla Cachuera. Um and I actually think it's a similar sort of thing. The one thing I would say on this bet, and I, like I don't have a massive breakdown, this she's minus one eighty, so a similarish type of price to Vicente Luca, and I look at this in a very similar sort of way. I, th I just think she's a better fighter than Cachuera. I really do. Now, uh, she's... Lips look, Lipsky, uh, I might be a little bit biased here as someone who, you know, watched a lot of her in KSW and expected her to come into the UFC and do big things. And do you know what? She's kind of... 
she has failed in that job for the most part so far. You know, she is what lost uh, lost two fights, three fights, four fights, lost <laughs> Joanne Wood, uh, lost to Molly McCann, lost to Montana De La Rosa, and I suppose the biggest shock of all against uh, Shevchenko, where she struggled on the ground. But she beat Mandy Baum last time out. Um, she has a few wins in the middle as well. But that Baum win, I just thought was maybe a bit of a turning point for her. It wasn't a, ma- a magnificent performance or all that. It was a good performance. But I, I think if she has that performance against someone like Cachoeira, I think she'll win it. Like, it's it's unfortunate for Cachoeira. She came into the UFC and she, uh, you know, met Valentina Shevchenko on her first fight. You know, then she lost to Molly McCann, Luina Carolina. There's definitely been improvements in her game, but her only wins are Kim, Masny and Dobson. And with all due respect to all of them, they're kind of the lowest level of that division. Um, and I, I don't think, I don't think Lipsky is, to be fair. I think Lipsky, you know, she's had a tough time of it. She's not performed great. But I think she's kind of embedded into the UFC now. She's getting better. She, uh, she's more used to it. I, I think, look, a lot of it, I think, was jitters. And a lot of it, I think, was, you know, she was so used to KSW. A lot of people as well. Like, I'm sure she came to the UFC and she went from probably, you know, 100 grand a fight to 12 and 12. And that's a tough thing to do. It really is a tough thing to do. You're probably questioning yourself. You're probably thinking, why am I doing this? It puts added pressure on you because you probably have to win three or four fights to get a better contract or to get more money. You probably have to build hype. And she wasn't able to do any of that. And maybe now you look at it and maybe she has a different mindset. Maybe she's fighting a different way. Like, I, I think I, I think the biggest thing that Lipsky needs to do here is just keep the fight on the feet. And I think Cachoeira... I, I, I look, she is five KOs, no submissions. I think she is the type to keep it on the feet. You know, we saw what Shevchenko and others have done to her taking her down as well. I think it is one of those fights where both of them will want to have it on the feet. I just think Lipsky is a little bit better. Now, I think, look, if I had to pick actually someone to, to get a takedown here, I think it probably would be Lipsky, if I'm being honest. And I think that might be, <laughs> you know what, that might be the, the worst thing in the world that, that she could actually do. You know, she has three submissions in her uh, uh, in her career today. She's, she's six KOs, just like Cachoeira as well. But yeah, I think she's just a better athlete. I think she's a better all-around fighter. And if she gets the mental side of it right, I actually think she's a fighter who can rise and maybe not necessarily become champion or anything like that. But I think she can be a highly ranked fighter in in that division in in the UFC uh but as I'll say it again my biggest issue for her is the mental side of it um but I'm banking on that being better this time and I think she is a f- way better fighter than Catchweather so I'm going for Arnie Lipsky straight up minus 180 to win that one so we've Luca and Lipsky so far I'm I don't usually give like the the bigger money minus bets you know I'm I'm not too bothered if I get bets wrong you know I, I'm looking for the I'm looking for maybe a good price here and my next bet is one of them this is a this is a fight that I think and and and, and a price I think is really really good even though I really like both guys here and I'm betting the price here I'm betting the price more than who I think is going to win. <laughs> Funny game with that. So I'm going for Amari Ekmanov at plus 150 here. Um, and he is fighting... Sorry, actually, I'm just looking at it again here. He's actually plus 170 right now. Plus 170. He's fighting Joshua Silveri. And uh, I think this... 
this is probably or Joshua Silvera sorry this is probably the fight this weekend I'm maybe most looking forward to I, I have a bit of a soft spot for PFL because I you know I do the, the previews now for um, uh, for Sherdog obviously uh, maybe the UFC main event is the one I'm looking forward to but this one I really look forward to this because Josh, Joshua Silvera got on a card recently in the PFL and I watched a few of his fights before he made his debut and I was like this guy is really really good he went in and he won his fight um Shoeface was injured and he's now replaced him in the tournament and he's a he's a favorite he's a minus 210 favorite here against Akhmadov but I wonder how much of that is based on the first performance and on maybe the reputation he has and I think it's deserved. I think his reputation is very much deserved. But Amari Akhmadov, I think, is a very bad matchup for him, if we're being honest. Like, I think I think Akhmadov should be favoured. I think this is almost reversed. Now, I'd probably have it maybe minus 120 for Akhmadov, maybe plus 110 or something like that for uh, for Silvera here. But I think the minus 210 and the plus 170, there. That is a massive difference, and if you're like a unit better or whatever, or whatever it's called, I I think I think Akhmadov is the value price here, because and when I say he's a bad matchup for him, Silvera, from what I've seen so far, is primarily uh, a wrestler uh, and a very good jiu-jitsu artist as well. I haven't seen tons of his striking, but if you've watched Akhmadov over the last while, like his his takedown defense is very very good. Um, you know he's he's only been submitted twice in thirty fights. He um his striking like he's he's knocked two lads out. Sorry, he got the arm triangle in his last fight, but he knocked out uh, Victor Pesta in what eighty five seconds in his fight before that. And even if you look at his fights back in the okay, he lost to Chris Weidman and, and a few more, but he beat wrestlers like Zach Cummins, Ian Heinish, Tim Boech, and others like that. I always say Boech like I'm Michael Bisping, but. Like he's he's beaten some some very good wrestlers and some good guys in the ground. Like he, okay, he got choked out by Gunny Nelson, but I suppose who doesn't get choked out by Gunny Nelson, especially back in in two thousand and fourteen? I think he's improved a lot as a fighter since then. One thing I'd be interested to see here is the size. Um, six foot for um, uh, for Akhmadov and Joshua Silvera. Okay, he's maybe not the tallest in the world at six one. He's only a, a, an inch, but. I, I think he's a bigger man. Like I don't think Silvera would be going down and fighting, you know, at uh, at one seventy like um, uh, like his opponent has before. I think that might be one issue for him here, especially if he can get the fight to the ground and wear him out. But I think if Amari uh, uh, Akhmadov can stop the takedown, can land a couple of big shots, this is very very tough. It's on short, relatively short notice as well for Silvera. Although I'm sure he, you know, he probably he would have had a fight on this anyway. Even if he wasn't, but I um I'm back in the price here. I think it's a very even fight. As I said, I wouldn't be surprised whatsoever if Silvera won this. And I'm not going against my bet here at all. I, I it's a toss up. Really, is a toss up for me. And when that is, there's such a differential in the price. You know, minus one seventy. I I like I was betting it as I said last night. I looked up the price it was my uh, sorry plus one seventy. I looked up last night it was plus one fifty, and I was definitely betting that at plus one seventy. I think Akhmadov. That's that's the money play. That's the bet play, you know? Um, and if there's wise bettors out there, I think that's probably the wise bet to go for here in a very even fight. So I'm going for that one. Uh, Amari Akhmanov to win there. We'll talk more about PFL uh, in a second, but my last two bets are going to be from the UFC. Um, my fourth bet before I get to the flyer. So my fourth bet is I'm going for Hill 
and Santos to go over two and a half rounds. And that's plus 143. Now, I was a little bit surprised, honestly, to see this. Like, I look at this fight, right? And I see Thiago Santos has fought a very kind of... um, a very technical game since the John Jones fight. Like, we all kind of remember Chagas Santos was back in the day landing these big knockout blows, and we look at him as a big power striker. And I think a lot of him fighting more technically is a lot of his opponents fight more technically because Chagas Santos is a big power striker and they don't want to get knocked out by him. I think Hill will do that a little bit more here. You can't afford not to do it against someone like Chago Santos. I think Johnny Walker in his last fight kind of played into it a little bit. He kind of, you know, it, it was it was two lads who were kind of go wilding out and Hill is just better, I think, than, than Johnny Walker. That even though Johnny Walker, you know, we've, we've known him for years doing that and he's had some success doing it. But in the Santos fight, I think Hill will have to be careful not to just wade in and get caught with a counter because Santos hit so hard. And I think Santos will be happy enough to wait and wait and wait and wait for his opportunity like he has been for almost all of his last, what, four or five fights. Um, I think something will give, though. I do think something will give. And this is a five-round fight. Like, this is the start of fight. I could see a third, four-round finishing, right? Or I could see it going to a decision. Even though both lads hit hard, even though both lads are finishers, I I just don't foresee this being an early one. Now, as I said, I might be wrong again, but I think this price is really good. I really do. I I, I think Hill will win, um, but I don't think Hill will win early. And maybe this is a price based on the last fight uh, over and above anything else. You know, when he knocks out Johnny Walker and you look at Johnny Walker, who had a... What was it five rounds? He went five rounds, didn't he, against Thiago Santos? That's a bit of MMA maths there. And I don't know if that MMA match is correct, if you want to put it that way. Now, the bookies aren't usually too far off, but I think that might be overestimated. I think those results, it's horses for courses. Like, it really is horses for courses. And Hill is not going to do, in my opinion, to Thiago Santos what he did to Johnny Walker. I think Thiago Santos is a better defensive fighter. I think he is, um, he has the propensity to take more big hard shots and land them as well. Um, and I think both guys, as I said again, I think both guys will know that. I think both guys will respect each other. He'll will throw a lot of shots early. I think he absolutely will, but I don't think he will. I don't think it's kind of an all out destruction type of fight. This one. I think it's a good fight. There'll be shots landed. Something will give throughout the fight, but I don't think it'll be that early. So I'm going for, I think, the over 2.5 rounds. As I said, if this fight finishes in the last minute of the, you know, of the third round, your bet wins. If it goes to the decision, your bet wins. If if Hill wins a decision, your bet wins. If Santos wins a decision, your bet wins. And that's at plus 143. I think that's a good bet. I really do think that's a good bet. So that's my um my fourth bet for this weekend. Right, my uh, my fifth bet, my flyer for this weekend is Terence McKinney to win in round two at plus four fifty. Um, and this, I, I I'm not a great one for usually doing the the round bets, but if you look at McKinney, he's fighting Eric Gonzalez, and Eric Gonzalez last time out he got beaten the second round uh, against uh, against Jim Miller. Um, and he didn't do too bad in the first round. He stuck in there and he did, you know, he did what he needed to do. And if you look at Terence McKinney's last fight, obviously he 
it was it was a tough fight, you know, against Drew Dober. He did very well early, kind of maybe threw everything at Drew Dober, and Drew Dober didn't go in. Then Dober came back and ended up finishing him. I think after what is it, one, two, three, four, five, six first round, five, sorry, first round finishes in a row for Terence McKinney. After what happened to him in the last fight, I I don't think he's going to go in all out to win it in the first. Two minutes, seven seconds, one minute, twelve seconds, like his his previous fights. I think he's gonna be a little bit more refined. He'll have saw the fight before that, saw that Gonzalez is durable when he needs to be, but I think he eventually will let it go. And I, I it could be a nervy first round. That's what I'm kind of banking on here. A nervy sort of first round for maybe both guys. I think Gonzalez might be a little bit more defensive. McKinney will probably be trying to pick his shots. He'll work his way into the fight, probably win the first round, maybe get like a late knockdown or hurt him late or something like that, and then come on and win the fight in the second. That's the sort of fight I, th- I, I foresee here. Um, and plus 450 to win in, in the second round, I think is is very, very good. I think I think that's good odds, because I, uh, I, I do think he will win the fight. Uh, I think he's a better all-around fighter. I think he has more power. I think he, he is very powerful just in himself. And if you look at the odds of the fight, he's minus 1,000. Terence McKinney is to win. Plus 600 for Gonzalez. So McKinney to win just a straight up KO is plus 140. Um, you know, the likelihood, I suppose, if you look at his previous fights, is that it's going to be in the first round. And to win in the first round, he's minus 200. Just to win straight up in the first round, minus 200. And to win in the second round, as we said here, minus uh, 450. Or sorry, plus 450. So let me let me just read that again just to make sure I'm right. Minus 200 for McKinney to win in the first round, minus 200 and plus 450 for him to win in the second round. That's a big discrepancy. That is a big big discrepancy. Minus 200 to plus 450 between round 1 and round 2. I I think that's enough. I think that's enough to say like okay, the the likelihood based on the past is that it'll be round 1. But the last fight was a loss where he kind of blew his wad a little bit and got finished. You can't not but change up your game a little bit to reflect what happened in that last fight coming into this one. So that's the reason I'm going for it. I think it'll be a little bit slower for McKinney and I think it'll be a little bit more poised until something changes. There'll be something at the end of the first round, maybe the start of the second round, and he'll get the finish. That's what I'm banking on here. Plus 450 for McKinney to get that there. All right, those are my five bets. I'm going to run through some of the other bets uh, from from this weekend. Uh, so let's start with, with PFL first. Um, we have some, I suppose, like up-and-comers or some guys trying to get on next year's PFL. Uh, and then we have some of the big fights as well. So we, uh, I'll just run through some of them here. Corey Jackson plus uh, 275. Uh, Espinosa minus 350. Uh, Lucas Barboza is the... Uh, it's actually even here with Umarov minus 115. Um, and the I suppose the biggest kind of non tournament fight non-playoff fight here is Corey Hendricks and Martin Hamlet Hamlet is correctly I think the favourite here minus uh, 152 they fought before and Hamlet won that fight I think that's actually a very very good bet there Hamlet at minus 152 I don't think Corey Hendricks had a great experience but he's wrestling the first time and I don't think he will on Friday either so I would definitely not be betting at him at minus, or at plus 122 without a shadow of a doubt uh, Rob Wilkinson in is minus 300 plus um, 240 from Monte, um, I I think that's I, I think that's 
correct price there. Honestly, I think Rob Wilkinson will win. There's no bet up here, as I record, yet for inside the distance or knockout. I would bet, you know, depending on the price here, but if the fight to finish inside the distance, that would be a bet I would be definitely looking at here. Both guys throw hard and will go here, hell for leather here uh, in this one. Uh, Alex Martinez is plus 190, minus 240 for Olivier Aubameyang. I think it's a more even fight than that, to be honest. I, I really like Alex Martinez. I love his style. Uh, but Aubameyang just wins, like... He's just a well-rounded fighter, wins, 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 wins. And I don't think Alex Martinez maybe has enough of that X factor to beat someone who is that well-rounded. So I think it'll probably be a decision win there for Obama Mercia. And then we've Akhmedov, plus 170, minus 210. I spoke a lot about that, obviously, already. And then Anthony Pettis, Stevie Ray. Uh, this is a fascinating fight for me. Stevie Ray is minus 120, minus 110 for Pettis. People have obviously bet in Pettis because I was looking at that the last couple of days and that line has changed an awful lot. Yeah, looking at here, Pettis started out plus 160, plus 160 for Pettis, and now he's minus 110. That line has come in an awful lot. I expected that, to be honest, but I'm not sure that's even correct, because looking back at the first fight, Stevie Ray obviously won it. People probably say, oh, well, you know, it was a, it was a body triangle submission. When's that ever going to happen again? But it's happened twice now with Anthony Pettis, and also it was only five weeks ago. How long was he out of the gym recovering from that? How long has he actually had to prepare for this fight? You know, Stevie Ray came out of that basically unscathed. I bet you he was back in the gym within a week, and he, you know, he's good four and a half, five weeks preparation for this. You know, does Anthony Pettis have the same? I don't know, but it's a big, it's a big fight for Pettis because he he kind of, you know, he fired out of it last year, got into the playoffs this year, coming off of a loss, and he's fighting that exact guy again. So he has a big opportunity here to come in and win it. I I think Stevie Ray is the right favorite here. I I, I really think he is. Um, but it's a very close one. I, I wouldn't be betting on either of them, I don't think, at that price. But I think Stevie Ray deserves to be favourite. Uh, then on the UFC, um, Bueno Silva is actually... I, I was I, I, I think this is a good bet here. She's the underdog. Plus 112, minus 132 for Egger. Uh, Corey McKenna is the favourite. Minus 230. Granger uh, is plus 190. <clears throat> Jason Wade. Uh, plus 190 as well, minus 225 for Josh Quinlan. Then my guy turns McKinney, minus 1000, plus 600 for Gonzalez. Uh, Takashi Sato, plus 210. Brian Battle, minus 250. Big favourite, uh, Mikar Oshok, uh, who his name I just butchered, Oleksiuk. Minus 170. Sam Halvey is on the card, lads, plus 450. To save his job, can he do it? Do you know what? If you're of the belief that Sam Alvey's going to be in the UFC forever, that plus 450 is probably worth betting that. Um, Lipsky, minus 172, plus 147 for Cachuera. Mohamed Usman, I think this, this is the uh, the tough fight, isn't it? Plus 205. Zach Puega, minus 240. I haven't watched any of that tough, so I have no idea. Uh, Brogan Walker is the uh, favorite there. Sorry, the underdog, plus 100. Minus 120 for Juliana Miller. And then Luke, minus 180, plus one, uh, plus one, plus, yeah, sorry, plus 155 for Neil. Chagas Santos. Th- those lines are kind of moving. There's a lot of movement in the lines this week. I just noticed that there. Uh, Jamal Hill then is minus 280. Chaga Santos straight up plus uh, 240. Let's have a look at a couple more of the bets there. Obviously, I've gone for the uh, the over there, plus 143, the over two and a half rounds. Fancy the Hill KO, it's only minus 150. 
I, I do think he will finish him, but I think minus 150 is a horrendous price. I wouldn't be going for, for that at all. Santos, if you fancy him to get the KO, you'd never know. Plus 525. It's a good price. Hill submission, plus 280. I don't think that'll be it. Hill inside the distance, minus 155. That was another bet I was looking at, but I don't like that price. I mo- And the big reason is I think it will go longer. And, you know, late finishes, we don't see that many late finishes. So, yeah, that, that's the price on that one. Uh, Hill by decision as well, plus 300. I like that. that that'll that probably be, if I was to get a straight up bet, what I think is going to happen in the fight, I think it'll probably be late, Hill late or Hill by decision would be my, my, uh, my call on that one. All right, everyone, I will leave it there. So I will give you my bets again for the weekend. My five bets, Vicente Luque, minus 170, just up to minus 180. We're looking at there, but minus, sorry, minus 175, I have it here. Lipsky plus, uh, sorry, Lipsky minus 180. Amari Ekmanov plus 170. Still, uh, Hill and Santos, I can't speak, I've lost the ability to speak. Hill and Santos to go over two and a half rounds, plus 143. And in turns, McKinney wins in round two at plus 450. All right, that's it from me. I am Sean Sheehan for Sherdog.com, and I'll see you all next time.